Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. Hey, what's up, agency owner? If you're new here, I've got a free gift for you on how to scale your agency to multiple six and even seven figures and beyond by overcoming your dependency on referrals, doubling your profit per project, and removing yourself from the main bottleneck in your business. All you have to do is text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Again, that's 720-792-8036. Just text the word freedom and I'll send you the free gift on how to achieve freedom in your agency and life. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, Today we're hanging out with Jared Harmon, Mark Gutman, and Liam Higgins. These are three agency owners that have been uh, working with you gurus for a while. And we're going to be talking today about AI, artificial intelligence. We're going to be talking about chat GPT. This is something that we're hearing about in our community. We're hearing about in our Facebook group a lot. And we're going we're gonna to look at today, is this something that we should be excited about, terrified about, or maybe something in between? So this is a little bit of a different style of an episode today. And we're going to kick the discussion off with just getting a quick little intro from each of our agency owner panelists today, get an idea of who their agency is, who they serve, and then we'll go into some of our questions. Mark, why don't you start off, man? Uh, who, who are you? What are you all about? Oh, Brent, my man, it's time to put the fun in functional because I'm here to talk chat GPT. My name is Mark <laughs> Gutman. I'm the founder and owner of Wild Story. We're a brand strategy agency, and we also do a lot of... Uh, strategy, delivery on uh, identity and uh, copywriting. But, you know, I'm a brand strategy wizard, storytelling sorcerer, and business building ninja. But today, I'm here to spill the beans on my secret weapon, ChatGPT. <laughs> now, part of that was written by ChatGPT. And we can talk about, not part of it, all that was written by ChatGPT. Because I wanted to see what kind of intro it would give me, which is kind of laughable. We'll talk about that later, but that's my intro. It's mostly true. Did, did you just inception us on your intro? I did. I did. <laughs> All right. Well, well, Liam, my assumption, man, is you have not had Chad GPD do your intro. So so give it to us, man. Can you top the AI? I, I can't top that one. Sorry. I, I do I, I do wish that I started with that, uh, with GPT. But um, I'm just a small digital agency owner, PicSite. We serve uh, small businesses in Sydney. And I, I really regret I didn't. Uh, key that into Jet GPT at this moment. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're gonna now somebody's gonna ask. I'm gonna ask a question here in a little bit. And one of you is probably gonna use Chat GPT for your answer, and then I'm gonna be like, it's like, is it AI or is it not AI? I don't know, right? If it sounds smooth and polished, maybe it'll be AI. I don't know. Jared, tell us who you are, man. Welcome to uh, the episode. Good to be here, and what a good start. And all I can say is Chat GTP GTP ain't gonna beat me. Right. So <laughs> try and rhyme that one, chat GTP. Right. So <laughs> my name's Jared. Uh, I run a company over here in Perth, Western Australia um, called GrowSalon.com. We specialize in helping salon owners to generate leads, uh, inquiries, and more importantly, bookings to help them grow their business. So um, that's what we do. 
Well, gents, welcome to the program. Good to have us on this discussion today. And, um, you know, I mean, the first thing I want to start, I mean, this, when Mark, you actually sent an email out to your list at the end of last year. And it was essentially mm-hmm. you, the first email, or I don't know if it was the first or the second, but basically the email was like, you had chat GPT write a, hey, I want to write a holiday email from Wild Story or whatever, you know, with three jokes in it and whatever, right? You gave it like a prompt. And then, like that was your email content that came out. And I remember reading it at the end of last year and I was like, well, that's, that's like pretty close to Mark. Like, I don't know. It was, it was pretty good, you know? Like, but I think that that goes to, to say that like, I think as a consumer of so much content, like we don't even like read most of the stuff that comes our way. It's just like, it's like billboards, you know? You just kind of like, you just kind of drive by it, you walk by it, whatever. You're just like absorbing like the intent of it. Um, you know, people aren't like reading in depth. They're not like printing out your stuff and deconstructing it sentence by sentence. It's like, hey, does this sound like Mark? Is it interesting? Is it like whatever? And then you get to take up some some mind share for people. So, so Mark, I'm going to start with you. I mean, is this something that you've actually monetized in your business? Have you, you know, used this as a tool yet in a way that's that's become billable work? Uh, for me, no. Um, I'm still to to answer your opening prompt. I'm a little like fascinated and intrigued and scared and confused and, and trying to figure it out. You know, it's like, it's like, uh, I'd say, uh, I'm bot curious, right. At this point, like on, on AI, uh, by the way, the, the, the second thing I try to do is have it write me some jokes on that. That's my own joke. And it failed miserably at that. Um, so and it also warned me that making fun of people's sexuality was not funny. So ooh, done. You chat GPT. I wasn't making fun of anybody. So, no, I haven't monetized it yet, but I'm, I'm I'm figuring it out. And that that email that I sent out to the list was a bit of an experiment, you know, in, in terms of like, would anyone even notice? And I think at the end, of the punchline was, by the way, this was all written by Chat GPT, and hopefully people, you know, had them scratching their heads. So I think there's a lot there, but I've, I've yet to monetize it. And I, I'm not going to you know, hog the mic, but I definitely have thoughts on where this is you know, relevant, where we can go with this. And we can talk about that a little bit, a yeah. little bit later. Yeah. Liam or Jared, have you, have you guys uh, monetized uh, AI in some way in the, in the business yet? Yeah. I, um, I, I mean, big thing I think for chat, chat GCP uh, at the moment has been the ability to, I guess, bridge the gap between, you know, what you want to do for a client as a and and to the idea and getting those ideas out and in the open is like quicker, right? So a large percentage of what we've been doing in our agency, right, especially around like things like blog content for for a lot of our search engine optimization clients, that type of stuff. So getting ideas onto paper and things that we can talk about and topics that we can talk about and getting that process started for the copywriters. So, and for our article writers. So I think the big picture here has been is just really like just speeding up that process of being able to get the ideas onto paper to start with. And I think, I don't think ChatGTP is going to really at this stage, at this stage, replace a really, really good copywriter or a really good um, article writer or blog writer, et cetera, right? Um, so I think that skill is becoming more and more prominently needed in today's marketplace. So I can't really see it, it it's sort of beating a really good copywriter at this stage, but really like it can give you some really, really good ideas as to what you want to 
uh, like content ideas and different things like that. Like literally you can just ask us, uh, ask it, give us 10 social media posts. Um, what is the biggest problem with skin these days that people are experiencing? Just asking it different questions and also asking out different ways to ask it different questions too. Cause sometimes what you say, and put into the system will produce a result, but you say it slightly differently and it will produce you something completely different. So, you know, even asking it like when it's writing articles or different things for you, asking it to write a article at a certain length as well. Sometimes it will do it, sometimes it won't, but, you know, being AI, I'm guessing that over the next 10 years, when we get to like stage five or 10 of it or whatever, right? It's, uh, you know, got a little bit better at what it does, uh, on its in, in, on its end and it's learned some more stuff. I think definitely it will, uh, be a game changer. Even then it'll replace a lot of people too that aren't good copywriters, I can imagine. So, um, I think it's a positive thing at this stage. So. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. Liam, are you... Uh, so so I, I love the the ideation part. So it's it's almost replacing a part of the process to get to an end result not quite yet replacing the end result and and but it is it is replacing a, a part of the process or maybe you know augmenting or enhancing a part of the process of you know maybe where you know instead of sitting in a room as a team and like hey can we come up with 15 ideas or having a team member you know come up with those 15 ideas first to then present them to the client you can just have you know the AI basically create those those ideas for you Le- Liam what uh, how are you guys using this in your business uh, we use it probably non-stop throughout the day at the moment. It is just that awesome. I have to agree with Jared. It's definitely not going to replace any copywriters or any of us anytime soon. What happens in five years remains to be seen. Where it's been really great is fixing up stalled tasks. So if there's a sales email that's stalled because someone is uh, not confident to get the copy out, use it to generate ideas. Where a blog post needs to be written, and no one's actually not, no one's sure what topics to cover. We use it to generate ideas. Some of the best use cases I've had for for, uh, for it in my agency is um, product descriptions. So I uh, worked out a way to uh, use it with Google Sheets. So I exported a WooCommerce database and got it to rewrite product descriptions and simply reimported them back in. That probably saves at least two days of work and finished in about twenty minutes. And the client was just ecstatic over it. And, you know, I was honest. I said, you know, this is actually done with AI, completely mind-blown. Using a lot to clean up old code, definitely stepping through some old code that I written about five years ago that's probably not too readable anymore. Um, being able to uh, to uh, transpile from jQuery to vanilla JS. I, just, I use it nonstop and uh, yeah, shout out to a, an add-on called AI PRM 
which is a Chrome extension, which will give you SEO superpowers with ChatGPT. Dude, that's uh, you're like I'm just absorbing right now. So yeah. you know, I mean, I like how you're like. Well, I had to be. You know, I had to tell the truth that the AI did it right. It's like, it's like I don't know. We we like grew up thinking like if I if my teacher assigned me a paper and I went home and I had somebody else write it, that that's like bad student, bad student, right? But now it's like you know, if you have these tools, it just like do it for you. And you know, is that are you smart for using the tools, or is it you know should you be paid any less for that? Like I don't know. So, so this was a this was a value add for this instance, but you know, this this takes a, a store owner that doesn't know these things, that didn't have budget for a copywriter, and were able to uh, get a project out on time. Um, so it is a game changer, but it's not going to replace replace anyone that's specialized. Yeah, yeah, and the thing that's interesting about this tool, right? Um, I've been putting in prompt after prompt since we've been on this call, just to keep pressuring it. It's a couple things, right? It's AI, so it learns about how you talk, about how you approach things, which is really relevant because that's going to give you a stylized or personalized output, right? I think the other thing that's just really important to understand is that it really is kind of garbage in, garbage out, or how you make your 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 prompts and your requests and what you ask for. And it really, there's going to be, there already is, but there's going to be an art to that. And, and that's going to be the skill set and and how you start to to almost creative director visualize the components that are going to need to go into the pot and then chat GPT is just like mixing it all up and baking it and and, and, and giving you a finished, you know, recipe. But like the, it is some nuances and it's scary because it's, it's good. Like I, I've never asked it to do a creative brief and I just asked it to do a creative brief for a client that I had in mind. It just spit out a pretty good brief <laughs> with a pretty like, like, crazy. It's like it broke it out into design considerations and deliverables, the timeline. Like it, because I said I wanted it to be towards Gen Z and millennials, it like kind of gave some good creative direction on the logo and the palette, the typography. I mean, it's, it's, it's something. That's really, there's definitely an art to the prompts. Um, so, you know, you will get different results from the questions that you ask. So generally I will ask it to act as an SEO specialist or as a copywriter and then give a a task, and you know you can keep the thread going because it will learn off the previous responses. So you can actually take it from something basic to quite advanced over a few questions. I, and I love hearing these applications for actual things that you're doing in your agency, where it's having a benefit to you and your clients. Because I feel like there's in, in the diversity of those applications. I mean, a lot of it's around content, you know, uh, brainstorming strategy. Uh, kind of thinking outside the box because we've seen some trends come through, you know, whether it's like VR, AR, or I remember like way in my early agency days, I remember somebody was just like pitching me hard on like QR code technology this is going to change the world. And I'm like, you know, okay, like it's out there. It has, it has made some things like, in, you know, more interactive in the real world. Right. But like, it, it's not like we're, you know, it's not like marketing is based on Q. It's like, it's like a little thing. It's like a little bell or a whistle, right? But it's like not the main event. But, you know, is there a, is there a future where AI is, is doing, you know, more of, of an agency's job or that an agency is just a, a, a fancy AI bot? I, I believe that uh, AI will become such an integral tool to uh, agencies um, that it will be pretty much relied upon. I, I, I feel that it's not it's a replacement to me, but an assistant to me. 
there's definitely some times where I've still used my own creative intuition to deliver a task where it may have failed. But I do believe that five years' time may be a game changer uh, as the technology improves. It's almost like the role moves more to being a like a like an editor. You know, you have to like check to make sure that whatever the AI is spitting out, a creative brief, you know, kind of being there to check like quality control. Like did this thing was was mm. the seed inputs accurate, you know? Did we actually get something that seems, you know, on par with what we're expecting to, you know, get from this type of a project? You know, but it's like, what what is the difference between that creative brief that just got spit out, Mark, and the creative brief that you would do with lots and lots of hours and sessions and calls and you know, like what what is the difference? Like, can you boil that down to what the essence is? Yeah, well, it's funny. I'm not sure at the end of the day there'd be a huge <laughs> difference. Like, I mean, there's nuances. I would have said it differently, right? But I mean, it's like, you know, I said I, I can't say the name of the client because. Um, that's a real client, but I said client is making private investments. Or the, what was the prompt? The prompt was write a creative brief for a design team to create a new logo and identity system for a company called Name a Company that specializes in making private investments accessible to millennials and Gen Z. All right, that's it. Gave me a huge brief with like the company overview, the target audience, the objective. The objective to create a modern, visually striking logo and identity system that effectively communicates. The accessibility and simplicity of client name, private investment offerings to millennials and Gen Z. Pretty good, right? And then design considerations. Logo should be simple yet impactful, memorable. Color palette should be modern and fresh, possibly with a tech-inspired feel. On and typography should be clean and easy to read with a modern aesthetic. Like, is that necessary? But I would put no, but I'm reading this. I'm like, it's not wrong. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, and it, you know, like, like, like hmm. so. Yeah, I, you know, I think when it comes down to it, it's like you look at technology and how it's impacted so many things, right? And I think there's always this fear that, you know, the printing press is going to ruin books and that, you know, podcasts is going to ruin radio and that, it, and all, you know, that YouTube's going to ruin TV. It, it, it changes it. I guess it did kind of ruin TV, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm, I'm going through uh, my it, head right now. I'm going yeah. like, eh, radio, yeah, 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 yeah TV. It, yeah, okay. well, it moves it. It moves it, right? It's just it's it's it, it modernizes the the medium, and you know, and, and I think you know that um, that Liam's absolutely right. Like this is going to be probably something we're going to see in every agency. It's just another tool. It's just like, could you fathom saying, uh, you know, can you imagine an agency not having an, an Apple computer in it? Like, right, they were just doing layouts with like paper and running them down to the printer and all that. I mean, you, just, you can't even fathom that. Can you, can you fathom not doing your work without a browser open every day? So I think it's going to, you know, I think it's going to have this, this unique impact. But I also think, like all things, we're fickle animals. We get bored easy, right? We, the, the zeitgeist of what's going on is very real time and human. And there's going to be this sort of meld of man and machine or human and machine, right? I think um, uh, if, if anything uh, as well, right? If you look at, I know I came from a time too before the internet, right? So things were a little bit slower, but over the years, the more and more digital, the digital economies kind of started to kick into another gear. Things have got faster and faster and faster and faster. And people are expecting things almost instantaneously, like really quick. 
it's like, you know, if I order off Amazon, I expect it the next day, right? If I order something, I expect it the next day or the day after or within, you know, three to five days, you know? So I think what this is bringing now to digital agencies is bringing, you know, like Mark, for example, just goes through and um, asks it to write a creative brief, right? You can, you know, if you're com- if you're competing against another salon, right, for create like actually going through and creating proposals and different things like that, right, and asking ChatGTP to kind of help with this process, right? There's one agency that's doing. There's another one. It's like it starts to speed up our deliverables. It starts to speed up um, our sales process. It starts to speed up everything through what it is that we do, right? Because we haven't got a human now sitting down trying to, you know, maybe research across the internet, trying to find ideas of different creative angles that we can go at. Like we can literally, I just went and asked um, ChatGTP before, I said, um, write me 10 different headlines for a digital marketing agency uh, targeted at small business, a small business audience, right? And it's given me 10 in about less than 10 seconds, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and any one of you guys here in the group or on the podcast listening, right, you could literally use these headlines like maximize your online presence, how a digital marketing agency can help your small business grow. Don't get left behind how to stay ahead of your competition with digital marketing strategies. Like you can take these and you can even mold them to a better headline as well, like from zero to hero, how a digital marketing agency can help your small business achieve success. Like, you know, you could change small business to your niche, right? So salons, clinics, spas, um, uh, clinic, well, just doesn't matter what the word is, you can change it, right? So, and you could definitely think of other ways to mold all of this, maximize your ROI, how a digital marketing agency can help your small business get the most out of your marketing budget. Like, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny having you read those headlines. And and I just want to, you know, I mean, how many agencies are listening to this session right now who have not sent an email to their past customer and prospect list because they're like, oh yeah, I just don't have time to create content or whatever. Like, oh, uh, you know, and we're all sitting here with like the tool and I'm just like wondering like, is there going to be a tipping point where you just like say, you know, there's like an easy button and it's just like, it's already hooked up to Active Campaign or Infusionsoft and it just grabs your list and just starts like sending, you know, hey, I just want you to like keep in touch with my clients as often as you need to in order for me to maximize my leads and business, Right. I mean, that's kind of like, I feel like we're like really close to that, but there's so many agencies where we we have this tool. Like we can literally just outsource our copywriting to this thing. It would get it 80%, 90% okay. And I think all of our business would probably be better off because of it. Like we could all cut costs. Like, I don't know, like why, why aren't more agencies just having Jarvis or chat or whatever, just generate the content, you know, and send it to your clients like, is there a is there a risk here? Is there a downside? Google initially said uh, April, about April last year that um, they weren't happy with AI generated content. They were okay with AI generated images, but not AI generated content. So there's a, various tools that you can use online, like Quillbot, Jasper, uh, to spin content. But just recently, earlier this year, it looks like they've softened their stance. I'm actually doing a test right now with a couple of uh, content pages generated with ChatGPT. 
I'm acting in certain tones and to a certain type of audience. So I do feel it has some kind of uniqueness to it. So something that's not just one line of text, copy and paste, that's actually been curated. But it's really only going to spit out things that it's learnt before because it's a, it's a machine learning uh, thing. So there's always going to be new ideas out there for agencies and that, and that will probably where the differentiating currency will be for agencies in the next few years. Yeah. Yeah, I do worry about like, just like if, like we're already in, I don't know about everyone on the call, but I'm already like in total content overload. You know, I can't, like, like I can't see everything. Not, worry, don't worry about me creating content for other people, but it's like the amount of, co- of content anxiety, all the content I have to, you know, consume. I've got, you know, emails piled up of things I want to check out. I'm getting hit on my phone like a billion different ways. And so I do worry or, or wonder like when, you know, and content's already super easy to create, but you still have to do it. It takes effort and to your point, Brent. There is that roadblock of, oh, I can sit down and write this email. We all know it's actually really easy once you do it. Hey, list, blah, blah, blah. But um, what's going to happen when we proliferate the world with all this content? Is it just a game then of be continuing to one up and create interesting content? Or is it going to be like content winter of just like, you know, content everywhere? And you're just like, don't even have eyes for it. So I, I, I wonder, and I think <laughs> the, we're the, the like, machines, the machines will be creating content for the machines. And I don't know, money will just spit out of the ATMs for us to survive on. And we'll, we'll go sit around the campfire. Like we'll like, we'll regress as a species, maybe. I don't know if that's happening, but I do think that this convergence probably two years away. I mean, it's just like, we're so close. Like, right. It's just, this is going to explode in a way that I don't think we're really ready for. Hey, agency owners. Are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. You know, I mean, and maybe that point of like right now, you still have to do something to get the value. You know, you still have to overcome the, oh, I got to go, you know, yeah, I could have chat, you know, create my email copy for me, but I still have to go to the app. I still have to like seed it. I have to then take that content. I got to plug it into my CRM. I got to decide who to send that to. I've got to then send that email out to people. Like there's this little middle layer that seems like is the main resistance for why it's not just like running the business or, you know, I think that next layer of AI of just being able to say to a bot, hey, can you send a weekly email to my email list that's about XYZ topic? You know, I think when it becomes that easy or hey, can you just send a, you know, keep my social media fans updated on the newest and best approaches to growing your digital agency. I want to send, you know, three messages a day and an email, right? Like if, if it could be that command, I think that's where it's going to be like, 
not not like totally game over, but like it's going to be a shift for agencies that are monetizing that kind of action for sure. It's here, man. It's not, it's not that far away. Like it's just not like what you just described. It, it, it probably could string that together with Zapier or something. Like I, I think you could do it today. Liam's Liam, I know you, you listeners out there can't see Liam laughing. He's probably like he's giggling. He's, he's like, like rubbing he's his like, hands. Yeah, he's like, I already, <laughs> I already have that AI. It's it's you know whatever you know my assistant named blank dot AI right? Yeah, I mean, is that like? I mean, I know several agencies right now that we pay for services around content generation. Where I'm like, man, I don't know. I don't know if we have that service in a year or if it just becomes. You know, like we take these podcast episodes, for example, and we have to edit them and we have to cut them and we have to turn them into a transcript and we have to like add them to our blog post and, and whatever, you know, is the next gen of bots just like I drop the recording into a folder and then it's just done and it just figures it out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is, I, I agree with Liam. You have a GoPro brand like right, right now, like you, it, it'll automatically grab your footage and auto edit it. And that's pretty good. Right, that's like a, just a regular free consumer service. It probably doesn't have a ton of tech behind it. Yeah, and it'll probably, probably even happen while you're actually filming the episode. You could just say cut this part and then just move on. You know, like we'll click a button on your end, and it's just like going to automatically cut it and transcribe it while you're doing it. Is uh, so a freaky saw that same from the video where uh, <laughs> if you've got your eyes in the teleprompter, it uses AI to always position your eyes in front of the camera, so no one knows that you're reading off a. Signboard or a teleprompter. What's that tool, Liam? It's uh, from NVIDIA. The name escapes me at the moment, but um, it keeps people's eyes focused on the camera. Uh, scary stuff coming. So, Liam, you, you and I must be in the same like AI nerd friend group because I just got that uh, texted to me like yesterday as well. Like, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I saw that too. There's there's even ones that do uh, image creative and all that sort of stuff for like advertising too. I stumbled across a couple of weeks ago as I think it's just opened up a whole new like world of like all these other different AI type websites that do different things because I couldn't believe it. Like they're actually doing like graphics for advertising and things like that. This other website, I haven't looked into it any further, but I was like, geez. So uh, even graphic designers are going to get hit because I was looking at some of the graphics that were on that website and I'm going, they're pretty darn good. Like, <laughs> I was seeing this uh, from our, our group. Patrick Cassidy says, chat then asks, uh, sure, what email marketing software do you use? MailChimp, got it. Give me your username, got it. Give me your password, got it. I've logged in. I can see two lists. Which one do you want to send the message to? Right. I mean, that's, that's, that's the, uh, that's the next level right there where you're with your client and they're like, Oh, Hey, I'd love to run an email campaign. You're like, awesome. You know, you just pull it out and you just execute it on that. I think when it gets to that point, we might start to sweat a little bit about, you know, where, where do agencies go from that point? And I think my position has always been like, you know, it doesn't mean the problems go away. It just means that, you know, you know, it's going to be maybe harder, or more different, or you know, to to attract those customers, or maybe businesses have even more customers, and then they got other problems to deal with. Right? They're dealing with supply chain. They're dealing with fulfillment. They're dealing with automation. They're dealing with how to configure and streamline the AIs, how to calibrate them, how to effectively manage them. Right? I mean, it's like I think as these technologies have come along, I mean, generally what we've seen is more problems need to get solved, not fewer. 
And those problems are usually more advanced and nuanced. And that means that agencies and all sorts of businesses are able to make even more value in the marketplace. And so I, I feel like I'm bullish on it. I think that, you know, I don't think it's a threat. I don't know, like kind of a final roundup here, Liam, threat or a strength here? Look, Fiverr never replaced me. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm okay. We're doing good. Well, well, sounds like you're using AI enough, Liam, that uh, if, if you do end up getting replaced, you'll probably have pressed the button. Uh, so, you know, we won't have much sympathy for you. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, Mark, what do you feel? Are you feeling this is a, a, a strength or a threat? I, I kind of feel like, do we have a choice? Like, it doesn't matter. It's coming. Like, like however it shakes out, it shakes out. So, you know, I'm going to choose to turn it into an opportunity, but... I am nervous and, and curious to see not so much to be replaced, but just again, like, is this just going to become a world of like a bunch of create, like just content everywhere? At which point I think we'll, we'll figure something else out as, as, you know, people that are looking to be, you know, spoken to and, and communicated with and, and triggered by advertising and whatever, right? There's always going to be something. Jared, what are your thoughts, man? Well, I think a lot of us are all entrepreneurs and business owners for a reason, right? more so than digital marketing agencies. So we'll see how things pan out the next five to 10 years. But for me, I look at it and I go, well, yeah, it is a threat to the digital marketing industry in general, right? When you think about it, it can write emails, it can write advertisements and all these types of things. And they're not great, but you could use them, right? And I think almost anyone could go through and do some editing to some of that type of stuff, right? But it, if anything, it just puts a real fire behind you to go, well, as a business owner now, we just got to become better. And we've got to look for ways to become better and better and better and better at what we do, right? So that then, you know, we can stay longer in this industry and we can, we can do really well in this industry. So uh, I think if anything, it's just a fire up the behind, right? And going... Let's get moving. Let's uh, let's make this happen. Let's become better. So, I think that's a great final summary from each of you. We're probably going to keep talking about AI off and on uh, during this year. I think it's going to be a recurring theme. I'm just seeing so much of it uh, in our groups. I'm seeing a lot of tools being exchanged. It's definitely going to be something that we're going to have to adjust to and leverage. And if you don't leverage it, at least in some way, or familiarize yourself with it, uh, I think it could definitely become a threat um, if if you're not careful. So, we're gonna one thing we're gonna do with this episode is uh, I'm gonna grab some some tool recommendations from each of our guests offline today. Just the different AI tools they're using. We're also gonna be surveying our community on this, collecting this stuff up, and putting that on our show notes. So, if you love today's episode, go check out the YouGurus show notes uh, pages on the website at yougurus.com/podcast. If you're listening to this week of you'll see our episode, our roundtable about AI. Click on that episode and we'll have lots of takeaways from today's episode, the tools that were mentioned in today's episode. And we'll do a little bit of a tool roundup. So if you're looking to dip your toe into the water of AI, if you're looking to start to explore this topic a little bit further, uh, we'll collect some of those resources and put them in one place. Gents, I appreciate you hanging out with us today. It's been awesome having you on today's program. Thank you, Brent. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Thanks, Thanks you, Brent. And that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show. Stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you achieve freedom. I'm sorry, to grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life. 
Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver, and we'll maybe rewrite that one with AI. How should Brent end a podcast episode without tripping up on the words? We'll do that maybe on the next episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And remember, if you want this free gift all about how to scale to six and seven figures and beyond in your agency, just text the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. That's the word FREEDOM to 720-792-8036. Until next time, I'm Brent Weaver.